1: It's like radio, but it's not on the radio.
0: With everything that we thought he could do, he runs really, really hard. He runs violent. He's angry when he runs, and he's tough to bring down with that first defender.
2: And The third-round pick is in for his first NFL touchdown. What a stutter step to bounce it outside. WGN Radio presents Hogan Johns. The blitz from Roquan Smith, and down goes Allen. Five of those in his rookie season last year. With WGN's Adam Hogue. Yes, we celebrate
0: excellence tonight. And from the athletic. Put your hands together for the one. Adam Johns. And Elijah Holyfield puts it in for a touchdown, and the Panthers
2: take the lead. Here they are. The Adams. Go Bears! Hogan Jones Bears! Preseason number one in the books. Hooray! No. I actually enjoyed it. Come on. You I lie. Did. You're lying. I did. Your nose is growing. No. Uh, David Montgomery looked good. He did? That was a story. Um, I thought Mitch Trubisky looked outstanding on all three of his handoffs. I have a full <laughs> breakdown on theathletic.com in a couple days. Great fundamentals. Yes. Uh, Got himself in a lather. Yeah, I don't know there's some things to talk about. The kicking competition. Welcome in. This is the Hogan Johns, our first post game episode of the 2019 season. I'm not going to lie, I can't promise we're going to do these every preseason game. We normally don't in the past. Uh But the way it lined up with our last podcast being Monday, we've been doing them on Thursdays. It worked out perfectly tonight. So here's a podcast for you after this preseason game. Bears and Panthers. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E. At Adam Johns, J-A-H-N-S. That's where you can see tweets like when he killed four members of the <laughs> defense tonight. <laughs> I did, I did do that tonight. <laughs> you, you. I forget who the players were, but you're like they're You were trying to say their nights were over, and you worded it their days should be over. Like <laughs> as it, it was, Roquan Smith, Ed Goldman, Bilal Nichols, and Ha Ha Clinton Dix. All right. Well, I can confirm that all four of those players they were in the locker room. were in the locker room and alive, breathing, and healthy after the healthy. game. Healthy. Keyword. You can read us healthy WGN dot com slash dot com, the athletic app. Please rate and review the podcast. We appreciate you doing that. So where do you want to start? Kicking. We could start with the kicking. Why not? Um, Tonight's winner of the kicking competition, Joey Sly. (laughs) Come on, give it to my guy, Elliot Fry. Carolina Panthers. Get out of here uh, with that. He hit from 42 and 55.
1: Hooray for Joey Sly.
2: (laughs) Coming in. It's not his real name, right? And he's probably not going to be on the Panthers. I mean, they got Graham Gano. And Gano you know, wasn't even kicking tonight, so it's not like that's a real competition. So uh, then coming in second place, Kari Vedvik from the Baltimore Ravens. I heard that guy had an awful training camp going. Did he? I have no idea. He's just
1: a game time machine.
2: Uh, he He's also, lights on. He also was three for three tonight with a 55-yarder, and I checked his Wikipedia page in the middle of the game because I didn't know much about this guy Kari Vedvik. This is according to Wikipedia. Reliable source. Kari Vedvik is a Norwegian professional American football kicker for the Baltimore Ravens of the National Football League, soon to be traded to the Chicago Bears of the same league. He is the the future savior of Chicago, and from the ashes of Cody Parkey, he will rise to lead the city to glory and replace Walter Payton as the greatest player in team history. (laughs) He played college football at Marshall. (laughs) That's the best part. (laughs) That's what the internet was created for. That's great. Did you tweet that yet? Yes, I did. That's fantastic. And that's honest to God. I checked Wikipedia and like at the top of his page, there was like a warning and it was like, this page may soon be deleted. (laughs) And there was like a list of reasons. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then I started reading the page and I was like, oh, so I immediately screenshot it and tweeted it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Whoever did that. Yeah. Whoever did that out. That's quite the wordsmith. Okay, so he comes in second place tonight. In third place is Elliot Fry, who uh, did convert on his forty three yard field goal. He gets bonus points for being a forty three yarder. Forty three
1: yarder, north end zone and iced. Thank you, Ron Rivera.
2: Ron Rivera said after the game that he did that on purpose. That's to fantastic. Help the Bears. That's great. Gentleman's deal. And Nagy Once a bear always oh, a bear. Well, Nagy claimed it wasn't like an agreement between them. Like Rivera may have done that on his own. Yeah. Rivera's a smart man. Well, I joke with Nagy winning off the podium I, that I thought he was going to ice Elliot Fry, but he had no timeouts left. <laughs> yeah, That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> ice your own kicker during the preseason. Let's see what you can do. Um, but
1: he passed the Cody Parkey test. It wasn't the right hash mark, but it was the same north end zone, 43 yards, ice to kicker.
2: And yeah, that's not just a joke. Like, honestly, I mean, this is the same team that had these guys purposely kicking from forty-three back in OTA. Correct. Like, that's a significant number, and that just happened to be where the field goal was. Correct. That was pretty cool. So I should just win our bet right now. I'm, I am, I am here to make the argument that this is the most entertaining preseason game I've covered in nine years.
1: Were you here when Michael Ford
2: ran wild? <laughs> I'm trying to think of other preseason memories. <laughs> I mean, there was the one time that Marvin Lewis like kept ramming Andy Dalton's head into the, his own offensive line when he's running quarterback sneaks in Cincinnati. That was well, my man. So. We were here when John Fox took out Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. put back in Mitch Trubisky. Took that wasn't entertaining, put him back in. though. That was just was That was just yeah. But that was a level, of some form of entertainment. All right, and then coming in fourth Clown place Joe. in the uh, kicking competition tonight uh, was Eddie Pinero. Who missed? Where is he at again? Forty-eight yarder, no good, wide left. Didn't look good off his foot right away. Johns didn't like the. I ball did not. Flight. He I let out a groan in the press box while the ball was floating in the air. Did you hear me? No, I just made that part I, up. But you well probably my, well, did. my new
1: seat's only two away from
2: you. Now. I know. You I could like probably it. hear my. This, groans is, a, you know, and this moans is a big and... development for the podcast. That you are now sitting over closer to me. Yes, I mean it sucks. Separated for you. by Chris Emma. Yeah, there there may have been some a pleasant cheery buffer. Some uh, complaints filed about that part, but you're you're down by me now.
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's,
2: that's pretty good. We got a visitor. Yeah, we got visitors in here. This it happens here in Soldier Field post game. Yes, it does. The room is clean. Maybe not even used today, but maybe not. Um, this is a preseason game. All right, so um, in all seriousness, Elliot Fry it's one kick, but it's the preseason. This has been neck and neck. I would say that your guy, Elliot Fry, has pulled. My guy, Elliot Fry. I like the ring of that. Well, you got him in the bed. I got Pinheiro. And uh, your guy pulled ahead tonight.
1: I believe you guys were mocking me in the press box before the game for sticking with my guy, <laughs> Elliot Fry.
2: Well, because you put in your story that he was winning the competition. <laughs> Now he is. Now if you wrote that tonight, I'd be like, okay. Call me Kreskin. Absolutely. <laughs> Nailed that one, huh? Now here's what's interesting to me about there's not a there won't be another game here until the last week in August. So it's gonna be some there's gonna be plenty of time before these guys kick here again. Correct. And I think it matters a little bit more kicking in this building. I mean. Absolutely. Yes. So for Eddie Pinero who did come back and Robbie w- Gold
1: used to say like the, the sight lines here used to mess with your alignment, I guess. And right. you You have to key on different things in the stadium.
2: What was the second one that Pinero made? 23 yards. Is that right? I don't know. This is cut off. Yes, 23 yards. That doesn't even count. That's shorter than an extra point. No. They didn't even look good either. I didn't check the ball flight on that one. I guess I'll
1: watch it on tape. The director, you will not watch it on tape.
2: Probably not. I don't think we get the all 22 in the preseason. I don't believe we do. sucks. I wish we did. Uh, All right. Another thing that I thought really mattered tonight. Everything that these guys have said about David Montgomery has come true. and He's a good player. You were beating the drum during the offseason season, I, I tweeted that. I, I tweeted I that did, I was bidding the drum. And I didn't disagree with you at all. I just wanted to wait to see it, too, with pads on. And, and boy, he delivered with that run the other day in Bourbonnet when he ran over the entire defense. That was incredibly impressive in a live session. And then tonight. I mean, that's what you want to see from I, – I keep wanting to call him the first-round pick. He's not. That's the, the amazing round pick, thing. Yeah. He is their first-round pick, but he's not even a first-round pick. He's a third-round pick. And, man, if – I know I don't really talk fantasy on this podcast but if I'm like a fantasy football owner I'm like circling tonight and like I got to find a way there, to get that guy be in my a lot draft. Of touches.
1: That's that's a mid-round steal waiting to happen.
2: Would you play him the rest of the preseason?
1: Yes, you yes. would.
2: I I would play well because you know Trubisky's going to get a little work in the next one. I don't know. We're going to play Matt Nagy here in a little bit. The last question to Matt Nagy was, would you be comfortable if Mitch Trubisky's next pass in a game came in September? Ooh, that's a very well-phrased question. It was a very... I'll give Dan Weeder from the Chicago Tribune credit for that. It was a nice question. Yes. Because he didn't really leave Nagy much of an out. Yes. And he paused and he said, um, yes, very emphatically. That doesn't mean he's not going to play in New York. Well, now that I know that, but I don't think a, he will. You know, part of the re- – So
1: last year he had 40 snaps in the preseason, 10 in the first or the second, whatever way you want to look at it, the second of five. And then he played 30 in the Denver game, and that was it. Then came the the sitting of the dress rehearsal.
2: Because, see, here I have a theory. Everyone was surprised that Mitch played tonight. I was a little surprised. I mean, it was three handoffs. But if you listen carefully to Nagy the other day, he said, I want Mitch to go through game day, mentally prep for the game, go through the motions, dressed, the whole thing, come out the tunnel, all that before the game. We wanted him to experience that. He talks about this more after the game, which you'll hear in a se- in a second. And he did that. Check, check, check. So... The difference between last year and this year is it's not his first year in the system anymore. Last year, he needed to go through the – we talk, remember writing and talking about this. The play call. Oh, the language. Complicated. Yeah. The language. Going through the huddle. The cadence at the line. All that stuff. This pre-snap things that he's doing, you could do that in practice. You don't need to see that out here in a game. So my theory is, and maybe I'll be wrong when we're in New York next week, but – I, kinda, I don't think he's going to play. I think Matt wanted Mitch to go through all this today at Soldier Field, where, that ga- where the game's going to get played on September 5th, just kind of have that mental preparation so that he's ready to go on September 5th. And I'm not sure he's going to play against the Giants. Well, they don't play a lot of guys then. Right. They
1: played every single offensive line starter but
2: one today. Well, look at the guys he held out tonight. None of them have to play in the preseason. I've had to scroll down pretty far to find my tweet with all that list. You were busy guys. today. I know. Here game. Does Allen Robinson need to play in the preseason? No. Does none of those guys.
1: I didn't think. Taylor Ro- Gabriel. Okay. Hey, who can you? How about this? Here's a better question for you. Who else should you add to that list? You added Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Do you need to see more out of Roquan
2: Smith? No, he's done. Dude, dude came through the line like a train. And sacked the quarterback and was done. It okay. was like, all right, Roquan's good. How
1: about your offensive line starters? Four of them played.
2: Yeah, Kyle Long was the only one who didn't, which is interesting. I would, yeah, no, I'm good. But, but see, if you're going to play Mitch, then they have to play. Absolutely. So if Mitch is out. And honestly, out. Kyle should probably play if they're going to have the Well, really obviously, rough
1: they offense. have some type of maintenance program with him. Sure. Them.
2: So I would just hold them all out. Okay. Adam Shaheen is an interesting name who was held out tonight. Well, I feel like that's just a precautionary Right. If he's 100%, yes. do you play him in the preseason? See, I don't think. Again,
1: that's a guy they want to get to the regular season because they didn't get him there last year, and he was never the same.
2: Yeah. Well, Nagy referenced that the other day. He specifically, when he was asked about playing time in the preseason the other day, he brought up the injury to Shaheen. He brought up the injury to Leonard Floyd with yes. his hands yeah. last year, which limited him early in the season. Which, again, goes back to my... So, you saw,
1: you saw four defensive starters. How about these guys? I already mentioned Roquan Smith. No.
2: Haha Clinton Dix, Belal Nichols, and Eddie Goldman. No, I don't need to see any of those guys. Okay. What, what about Anthony Miller? I was surprised he played. He was, Anthony Miller was out there with Chase Daniel tonight.
1: Yeah, then he was removed. Javon Wims probably played the most out of the wide receivers. I don't have the
2: snap counts in front of me. And Wims wasn't actually targeted as much as I thought he would be. He had a couple catches. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't need to see these guys. Cordell Patterson's not playing. They don't want to show anything with Patterson. Nagy's got some Street tricks. Coleman's not playing? No. Nah. So how long until September 5th? It <laughs> was a full kale See, this month. game was interesting to me. The rest of them, I don't know. Well, he
1: back to David Montgomery. Briefly talked about I it. I think
2: I'd be fine if he doesn't play. You can't get him hurt. No. You saw, after today. You saw what he can do. Yep. Changes and he was, your offense. Nagy said he was begging for more carries, yeah. and he's just like, I can't do it. I can't risk did,
1: it. Did you see him? Now, the running backs kind of mocked me for my question after this. I, I, I tried to ask him. Like, you, I'm like, do you chase down that punt returner? Yeah. Like, why is that important to you right now? He's like, well, it's my job. What do you mean? I'm like, well, you're not going to play special teams. Uh, but yeah. you did it. That was notable to me. Who is was it? Chris Godwin, he chased down. Did you see that? I did see that, yeah. That was notable to me. It tells you a lot about who he is. Not a lot of players would have made that effort in the preseason. That's my opinion. Players who are already on the team.
2: He's lived up to everything that they've said about him. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yes. Like, but that's what they've said about him. He yes. just wants to – you put him on the field, he's going to go do his job. Exactly. It's Whatever the, the job is, he's going to And, and go you know it. what? Nobody else did the job in front of him. No. And here's your
1: soon-to-be-starting running back chasing the guy with a great angle from across the field to push him out of bounds.
2: Do you know who he looked like on that touchdown run? Who are you going to say? Le'Veon Bell. The way he stopped. Yeah. Behind the line had nothing there, and quickly cut to the left to make something out of nothing.
1: He looks nothing like Jordan Howard, and I think that's so important No, right people now. who say that, are they don't know what they're, they're looking at. Right. Well, I'm not saying that. I just want to stress that point. That's well, how much he's going to change the offense. I actually
2: saw some stuff on Twitter today that was like, he's just a slightly better version of Jordan Howard. He's not at all like Jordan Howard. He were you ever see better. Jordan Howard do it? A stop and cut like that to the outside Never. and run away from the defense? Never. No. How about the uh, tweet from Matt Forte tonight? Yes. A lot that, of love. That he was talking about you know, you can have all the measurables in the world. Vision is the most important yeah. thing. And be able to set up your blocks. And it seems like David Montgomery could do that. All right. Let's hear from Matt Nagy. And you're gonna hear why you're gonna see see why I want to play this right now because of how it ended, all right? Um, so here's Matt Nagy, a lot on why Trubisky played and, you know, the, the kicking and all that. But then there's some good stuff about Montgomery in here too and a question I asked him towards the end of the press conference. His answer was pretty incredible. So here's Matt Nagy after the game.
0: It was everything that we thought he could do. He runs hard. He runs really, really hard. He runs violent you know he's angry when he runs and he's he's tough to bring down with that first defender um so we like that and you can see what he could do in the pass game as well made some nice catches and run after the catch um but but uh and then he made a nice play on special teams too you know saving that return he wanted more he he, he, again he won't stop but i told him I, i i uh he's no more he's done you, on the touchdown one specifically, what did you see, Matt? Well, you know what, Dan, you're gonna you're gonna laugh a little bit, but see, when you're calling plays, you're always kind of prepping yourself for the next play, and so um, I just heard everybody in the background doing some oohs and ahs, and so I I'd be lying if I told you I saw the whole thing. I got I got to see it, you know. When he came off the field, you put your arm around him and said something. What was your message to him? Um, I I uh, I just told him. I said, you know, there's gonna be plenty more of those. You know, did maybe. you like, you uh, like Alex Byers had a nice block? Is that, what have you seen in champ from him? Well, um, he had a nice block, you said? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, all those guys are working hard. Uh, they're, they're, they're put in tough spots, but they, they know that, you know, we tell them you have no regrets. You get you young guys, you get opportunities like this. It goes on tape and everybody sees what you can do. So this is your chance. Um, don't leave any regrets. We're going to go back tomorrow and watch all the tape. And to me, that's the fun part. You get to really see what you have in front of you. So uh, I, I hope all the guys had a bunch of good blocks. Did you appreciate the symbolism of the forty three yard field goal <laughs> yeah, you could sense it, you could certainly feel it, you could sense it from uh from everybody, all the fans, and then I looked over and I said after the the completion down the middle, and then they spotted it, and you know i I'm, I'm so used to seeing like my math is really good right now. I can figure out real quick how far a field goal kick is from the spot of the ball, so uh I just I realized it was it was it was forty three right am I right saying it so yeah. So I mean it's and then Coach Rivera goes ahead and pops a timeout too. That wasn't planned. You guys weren't (laughs) even. No, it wasn't planned. But I'm I'm kind of glad he did it. How big was that for Elliott? It's good. Yeah, it's big. That's uh, we all. We all want, to, we want these guys to make every single kick. And, you know, Eddie missed that 48 yard field goal tonight, slightly uh, wide left. And, but then, you know, he did make his, his other shorter field goal. Um, Elliot made his extra point. So we're going to, you know, we'll go through this thing and, and let them see what kind of production they show us. And this was the big stage tonight for them. It's as big as we can get it before the season starts. What's your reaction on Eddie's miss? Um, just to, I, honestly, it's it's been the same as it's been in practice. If there's a miss here or there, I, I want to see. Um, is this a deal now? When when okay, it's going to be now another miss coming up, or are they going to come back and bang it and and get get three points? You know. And so, um, how is he going to recover mentally uh, as we go? How strong are you mentally in practice coming back from that? And then the next time you get back out there, so the that those results I don't know yet. I assume you have a a reason for everything you do with Trubisky today. What's the purpose of this day for him when he only plays... Yeah, that's what I was just telling him earlier here um, is that it's, you know, mentally preparing himself. All these guys, there was other guys that just played a few plays, and I just think it's so important for some guys, uh, and it, it, could, it could be good for Mitch too, that's why I did it, was just to mentally stay prepared, pregame warm-ups, you know, before the game, when you get out there, the pat and go, getting underneath the lights, taking snaps from center, and, you know, even though it was just a couple handoffs, um, I feel like that just that part was, was is good for him. I feel like he's on a good track right now for where we're at in the calendar yeah no doubt i feel really good about where he's at because what's the confidence the, the what what's your confidence rooted in? Well, everything he's doing in practice right now he's making great protection checks he's he's uh he, he's his his reads right now with where he's going with the football last year at this time we were trying to figure out what plays he likes and doesn't like um and we know the library we know what plays to call and not call. We're forcing some things. We're, I'm telling them, hey, take this, you know, force this a little bit, see what you can do. And then, um, you know, it, it, that's what he's doing. And we don't want to just check down Charlie all in seven on seven all the time. So I tell him, throw it into double and triple coverage, just test the throw and see if you can do it. Matt, what did uh, Keith White Jr. show you late in the game? And what, what kind of uh, abilities really stand out to you from what you've
2: seen of him since for it?
0: Yeah, you can feel his speed. You know, if he gets to the edge and he bounces. And then I also like that he's stuck he stuck his shoulder shoulder pads down and lowered the boom a little bit which was good you know and showed that contact um so i'm glad he came back you know from that that uh that that hamstring that he had He's, he came back he fought back and got ready to go and um he you know it's going to be a, a a nice uh three weeks for him here coming up and had a chance to challenge a pi uh what's yeah your curiosity with that just as these next few weeks go? sure so um you know, in the game, if if that was a regular season game, I probably wouldn't have challenged it. But why not test it out now? Those guys need to work too. I need it. They need it. Let's see where where it's at. And you don't need to do it. Like the one in the end zone, again um, – I, I think that both of the calls were the right they ended up making the right calls which is all, that's all we want just make the right call and let's get it right and if I flip myself on the other side I thought that they they made the right calls on both of them so that's why I didn't challenge the second one but in the preseason I think it's just time to test it out a little bit.
2: So we just saw everything you can see from rope one yeah
0: yeah yeah that was good I, I was good I, I think it was like five plays he was in um, I was good if it was two or three yeah.
2: With, with Ian Bunting, he's kind of playing... Like, tonight, he probably played more of an expanded role than he ever mm-hmm. played in college. Um, what is it that you like about... What he brings to the table in your
0: offense? Well, I like his size. You know, he's a he's a big kid. He's super smart. He's really smart. He has really big hands. Which it, when, a lot of times, when people have big hands, they, they're natural catchers. He's a natural pass catcher. Um, we're we're testing him out in a run game. We're testing him out in pass protection. And like in just as you said, I mean, his his experience is a little bit limited at Michigan and Cal with what he's done. But this is a, just a, a really good opportunity for him to see how much can he digest in his playbook. And then when the plays come to him, when he gets a chance to make a play does he make it and and he, he he did he did a good job with that he executed everything we asked him to do and it was it was uh, productive for him Matt, with Montgomery, has it been a steady progression for him, or has it been choppy for a rookie? How has it been since the day you got him in the building? No, it's been really, prog- uh, you know, steady and just just completely in in one direction. He really hasn't. OTAs was a lot of pass games, so he got he got good at that. Um, then we get to training camp and we get to put the pads on and see mentally, playbook wise, what can he digest. He's, I think every you, you can see his arrows up um, and. You know, he he wanted more carries. I would have loved to give him more carries, but you just have to be smart. What do you think of having him play special teams while he's on the offense? Yeah, yeah, that's um, you know, I come from the arena league, so I'm about you know where we can use you, we we'll use you, and um, with, with with even guys like Mike Davis, obviously Tariq as a returner, any place you can use these guys, um, as long as you're smart about it and you use them the right way. Um, you know that's what we'll do and we'll be smart about it in the preseason
2: it has to be reassuring though i mean obviously when you draft a guy you think he's can do all this but with that specific position for him to execute tonight in a live setting with real tackling
0: yeah it it did it didn't surprise me one bit not at all um i wish you guys could have been in the interviews at the combine i wish you could have been in the interviews in my office i wish you could be in the huddle and otas i wish you could see how he was last night i mean that's this kid's dna is rare and um i don't want to over blow he's got a ways to go i don't want to make this him the next um you know great back in this yeah in in in, in this uh great organization but He's heading in the right direction, and that's that's. But he's got great people around him, and and he's just just get a little bit better every day. Are you comfortable with Mitch's next pass in the game is in September? Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Take Thank you.
2: All right. So that actually ended with the question we talked about earlier with Trubisky not playing until September. That was technically the last question we discussed that. So the question right before that, at the end, I asked. Um, Matt, basically, about the idea we were talking about earlier. Like, this dude has lived up to everything you you guys have been saying. And is it reassuring to, to – you guys know that, that. You obviously draft a guy thinking all those things. But is it reassuring to see it on the field tonight is essentially what I asked him. And he kind of got carried away with the gushing of David Montgomery. And he caught himself. He caught himself there and he said – all right, I don't want to overblow this, right? Um, and he he started talking. I don't want to start talking to him like he's the great, you know, one of the great backs running backs. Yes. In and then he paused and he looked over at Jared Payton because he obviously knew where he was this going to be a with, statue of his father out here, right. soon. And he smiled at Jared and he goes, "In this great organization, like so he was." He realized he was getting carried away a little bit for a guy that has not played a single down yes. in regular season football. But it was an interesting exchange there, as you heard. Uh, and I So I wanted to at least give you the visual of what happened there because as we played it, you could hear him pause and he kind of laughed. And he was looking at Jared P- Payton when he did that because he realized, all right, we've got to pump the brakes here a little bit on yeah. this guy. But, but it you
1: is- could still be excited about it. Everybody should be excited about what you saw tonight. It was. I know he's not running away from Luke Heakley, but I'm telling you,
2: yeah. And or, it's different. Like remember Mitch's first game when he threw all over the Broncos in the preseason. Yeah, here at Soldier Field, that was different because they weren't really playing defense, and it's different for a running back. I mean, and you brought up earlier, the, it's not like the offensive line was opening up huge holes for this guy. If, this tape's different than what Mitch did a couple years yeah. ago against the Broncos. Yeah. This was him using his ability, his vision, his knowledge uh, to, to make his own place. That was impressive tonight.
1: The, the spin moves, the, the relentlessness. Talking to JP, the, he said there's a how – did, how did he phrase it? There, there seems to be a want to, to punish the runner take out, not, not, not punish the runner, but punish the potential tacklers, he compared it to like a Willis McGehee, the, the, the nastiness that David Montgomery runs with. He's tough to bring down, man. Tough to bring down. Yeah, it's... Uh... And with all due respect to Jordan Howard, who was a bigger back and who was pretty tough to bring down, David Montgomery is a different
2: animal. And you know what? It Maybe it would have been different if Luke Keekley had been out here. And sure, I get That's that. fair. It's and fine. It needs to be thrown it's into fine. the conversation. It's fine. But it was still...
1: But you know what? It would have been a lot different if Mr. Trubisky was one handing the ball off to him and Alan Robinson and Taylor Gabriel were on the field.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get through some other things here on the notebook. Uh, lower down the list. But it was interesting to me how Ian Bunting was used because... I think it's pretty obvious they see something with this kid. And I don't know if it's going to work out yet or not. I thought it was an up-and-down game for him. But this, I wrote about this. He got peanut punched. He did. And, like, at first, I think I tweeted, like, okay, he lost a fumble, and that's not good. But if you watch the replay, like, he actually had that ball tucked away pretty good. That was a that was a really good peanut punch.
1: I was just thinking, Matt Nagy should not be allowed to use those words together. Ooh, and that's a common description for that
2: type of play now. No, I wish I had asked him about it in the postgame to see if I could have gotten him to say it. <laughs> that would have been amazing.
1: <sighs> Got to start But all that one on the soundboard. Yeah,
2: I guess so. All right. Um, anyway, I just wanted to bring up Ian Bunting because he just kind of summed up his game. He missed a block on Brian Burns. It's a first-round pick, Brian Burns. See, see... I saw that play,
1: and Chase Daniel seemed to hesitate, like almost one of the receivers. It was supposed to be a sprint out, quick throw. Yeah, and then one of the I feel like Chase Daniel was looking at one of the receivers, and whoever that receiver was, maybe Javon Wims or someone in the slot, ran the wrong route.
2: Yeah, maybe, but you know, it's still Bunting's responsibility to make that block. Yes, no matter that's what. Fine, and and you know, he got beat by a first round pick, whatever. So he. And Burns had two sacks tonight, by the way, which for the Panthers is very encouraging because they need an edge rusher in that 3-4 defense that they've switched to this year. And they used the number 19 overall pick on him. So that was good for the Panthers. Uh, And then Bunting also had a holding penalty later. We brought up the fumble that he got after catching the ball, peanut punched out of there, Bears recovered. So those were the three negative plays. On the other side, he did catch that ball. And later, he had a huge catch. Um, from Chase Daniel right before the catch down the seam. Yeah, that was a hu- that was how many yards was that? I don't even have it written down here, but it was a huge catch. Uh, so he was involved. I mean, and showed the ability to catch the ball. Bad Nagy talked after the game. Soft hands. So he con- He's one of the people I wrote down as somebody to watch tonight. So I thought it was appropriate to kind of look at his game afterwards.
1: He was good. I thought Duke Shelley. This is what I liked about Duke Shelley tonight. Played a little bit inside, a little bit outside, but did you see him on a couple of the punt returns for the Panthers where he missed the open field tackle, but he got up immediately and chased the defense, the, the returner down. He did it twice in the game, two different receivers, Rashad Ross and, and Godwin. Yeah. Missed him in the open field. Well, so you got to not that good, tackle. Not good. But he still got up, and he chased the guy down later in the field and made the tackle. Yes, there was a gain there, but that effort's significant. That helps you make teams. I I do think he's kind of a rust lock, in a sense.
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: But that helps. Good learning experience for a young guy at this level.
2: Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, I thought Kylie Fitz kind of had a tough... Now, yeah, he yeah. hasn't shot
1: coward had a tough night, man.
2: Yeah, that was another thing I had down here. That I don't know how that experience at tackles going. It didn't look good tonight. Um, I keep wanting to see more of Kylie Fitz
1: and Isaiah Irving. He like, doesn't,
2: like, pop, like, like, you need something. There, there's something you want these guys to pop and practice. I'm not seeing it. Uh, he over pursued on a fourth and one tonight. Later, he couldn't get off his block when he looked like he beat the guy and had a sack opportunity. But he, couldn't. I think, in one of the Panthers punt
1: returns. He got sealed yeah. on the edge.
2: Uh, Nick Williams missed an opportunity at a sack tonight. Uh, Ted Larson had a great block on one of Montgomery's screens downfield. And Dion Bush, man. Dion Bush keeps making plays. He looks better at safety. I so say he's not just, pushing high, Clinton. Dix, though. Oh, I'm so not saying that, okay. oh. but I, I mean, he got an opportunity tonight, and he looked pretty good, although the interception was gift-wrapped to him by Will Greer. Um... And Kareth White Jr. looked good tonight, too. Kevin Pierre-Lewis tackle for loss. I think he's somebody that actually has, has a pretty good chance to make the team.
1: I think it was notable that he was the first. So Kwiatkowski and Roquan Smith started at line, linebacker. Mm-hmm. One thing, notable that Kwiatkowski and that Roquan Smith called the plays. But then Kevin Pierre-Lewis is the one who came in and replaced Roquan Smith. Well,
2: he's a veteran. Not
1: Joel E.A. Biniwe. Can I say that right?
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, But Kevin Pierre-Lewis is a veteran who's also good on special teams. He's somebody you can rely on. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him make it. Um, And then Marvin Hall should have had a touchdown. Tyler Bray underthrew him. Yes, he did. That was a tutty. My guy Marvin Hall. That's all I got, really. Okay. That was a good amount, though, for... First preseason game. You did
1: your work there, my friend.
2: I have no idea what the score was. I don't care.
1: I think they lost by 10.
2: Okay. I don't care about preseason scores at all.
1: Okay. They lost by 10. <laughs> the score is right in front of you. You're uh, ignoring it, it, <laughs> it is. intentionally
2: ignoring it. It's right there. <laughs> it is right in front of me. I'm not going to read it.
1: 23
2: 13? <laughs> that is the final score. There you go. Uh, anything else? That's it. We're going to sneak in here. We'll be back this week. Couple more practices in Bourbonnais. Only one of them is open to the public. Couple more
1: Saturday at Hallis after that.
2: Then there's a two at Hallis, and they go to New York next week. So we we'll have a practices podcast. in a game coming up. Probably have a podcast Monday or Tuesday. Probably Tuesday from Hallis Hall, or you know, we'll figure it out from there. Bourbonnais is almost over, which is hard to believe. And the Bears' first preseason game already in the books. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H O G E at Adam Johns, J A H N S. Read us at WGN slash Bears. Chicago, I almost did it. I can't believe it took this long. I almost said your previous employer. Chicago Athletic. Chicago the athletic, athletic Chicago. The Athletic Chicago. And the athletic app. That's kind of a big upset that it took this long for that to happen. That's pretty once. good. I'm like, a pro. Yeah. It's not in front of me. I'm just doing it off the top of my head. Yeah, you're a pro. Rate review sometimes. podcasts, all that stuff. I'm usually not a pro. That's fine. Talk to you guys next week. See you. Gotta love preseason football.